I assure you that I believe we're here for another episode of the podcast. How's everybody doing out there? Hope you're doing good. I'm your host, per usual, Brian Kern. Just got a message. Oh, man. They're uh, having some protests downtown right now regarding the uh, recent mask mandate lift and a bunch of other uh, just issues with minimum wage and COVID and relief bill and just a bunch. It's a bunch, people. Um, it's been a hot second since I've, uh, been in your ears, I believe. Last couple episodes you got from me was a Valentine's Day episode with me and Becca, where we were officially in the early stages of the snowpocalypse extreme freeze that we had here in Austin. I also believe you got an episode about attitude called Attitude Adjustments. Attitude Adjustment, number 75 and number 76, the Valentine's Day episode that I do with Becca, as always. Before that, you got an episode with my good friend Christian McGann, uh, physical fitness instructor, podcast host, all-around badass. Um, So yeah, it's been a couple weeks since I've seen, or, well, spoken, or talked into this device, and you guys have uh, listened to it. Since we last met, uh, our pipes in our house froze and burst so we have a gigantic gaping hole in our ceiling that was kind of cool that was the extent of our freeze turmoil that we had um aside from going you know a week with or five days with like no power or electricity or water showering once in like five days and going through rations of food and stuff it's pretty interesting experience but you know nonetheless it was not to be outdone because uh, shortly thereafter, once life started coming back to the house, uh, shit started going sideways. We had a leak, and that leak became a burst pipe, and now there's a hole in our ceiling. Um, so that's cool. <laughs> we, uh, David, uh, Flavor Dave, his entire room is destroyed. Well, not destroyed, but had to rip the carpet up, flooding damage. Uh, so that's a headache. And, uh, yeah, so then we were in, like, a hotel for a couple days, which was kind of cool. Hotel living. Uh, I think I actually did, like, a little short intro episode for you guys while we were in the hotel. I think. Maybe not. Maybe I didn't do any of that. I don't know. Because COVID brain, that's definitely real. And then I got COVID. So, I'm, uh, and I don't think I have COVID anymore, but I don't know. I, I don't know what this is or what this is about, um... The Mrs. Becca, she just went and got a test, and she'll be finding out here shortly if she's got it, because, of course, I mean, she obviously, we're living together and, you know, in the same household. Flavor Dave narrowly, narrowly missed it so far. He got his uh, first shot of his vaccine today, so he's on his way to hopefully not having it at all. But, yeah, it's been a interesting couple of weeks. I'm gonna share some uh, some notes with you guys. I was very intentional with this couple weeks that I had. Obviously, I've just been cooped up inside, 
Um, so it's pretty intentional in, in, in what I was doing and listening to my body and listening to just how all this shit that was going on, how I felt. I kind of panicked a little bit. I, I obviously went down rabbit holes. Um, you know, and I was pretty, at least in my opinion, uh, up to speed on, on COVID, you know, going into it. So I'll give you those thoughts and ideas and all that nonsense that you came here for. Uh, before we get into the episode, we're going to hit these formalities. Uh, first and foremost, thank you all for supporting the podcast. You guys do a great job at uh, engaging with me, sending me love, uh, feedback, whatever it is, telling me you love me, telling me you hate me, uh, you know, whatever. So uh, I enjoy it, and I, I, I get asked often, hey, how can we support the podcast? And, uh, you know, I don't, I'm not selling my merch right now. I'm giving it away for free. You can head on over to my website and sign up for my email list and uh engage with me there and you get some free merch while supplies last i'm almost out um i've ordered a couple re refills on uh the woke design and i just need to get through all of it now i need to get onto some new designs so uh yeah and of course the indian head did that a couple times too so i still have some uh of the merch left quantity should be left on the website so uh but again you guys are getting that for free you're just signing up to the email list you're engaging so obviously uh liking the podcast subscribing to the podcast sharing it with a friend uh leaving a comment a review one star five stars it doesn't matter uh yeah doing that directly supports the podcast i appreciate it and then going through my sponsors i have two sponsors that directly support the podcast they allow this thing to stay afloat uh you know they pay me Oh, she's got it. I just got the official nod and approval that Becca is now COVID positive. So we've got another two weeks of, uh, she discovered, okay, we'll get into it. Anyways, uh, so yeah, you can directly support the podcast by, uh, going through one of my sponsors. The first sponsor is going to be Fightback CBD. If you want to know anything and everything about Fightback CBD, the product, the uh, message behind it, then check out episode 59 with my good friend, Justin McClenny. He is the owner, founder, mastermind behind Fightback CBD. It's Austin's number one CBD product, uh, 100% THC-free, full-spectrum. Uh, he originally started with vapes and uh, tincture drops, and now he has bath bombs. He has roll-on freezes uh, that you can use for point of contact, aches and pains. Um, I've posted about it recently. It's like your standard Icy Hot or Tiger Bomb roll-on freeze. Use it on your knees, your elbows, your back, any types of muscles, aches, pains you may have. Uh, CBD, it's the miracle drug, right? But now you can get CBD anywhere and everywhere, and you're probably getting some questionable products. Not from Justin. Justin has been in the game for about a decade now and has uh, really built this product from the ground up using, again, a full-spectrum range of 100% THC-free CBD. Uh, he works with a couple labs across the country, uh, has had his stuff uh, sent through peer reviews, studies. He talks all about it. Again, episode 59 of the podcast. Check it out. Uh, you can save 20% on any and all products and uh, purchases through the website using the promo code CHAOS. Head on over to fightbackcbd.com. Use the promo code CHAOS. Portions of every purchase get donated to uh, those in recovery or on their route to recovery. Uh, Justin is a firm believer of a strong support system and himself is a recovering addict uh, and understands the importance of being able to help those in need. And so if you or someone you know needs help with recovery or has addiction issues, uh, even if you're not interested in the CBD product, I highly recommend you heading on over to fightbackcbd.com 
or uh, Fight Back CBD through Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and get in touch with Justin. He will get you in the right direction. Again, a portion of all proceeds go to ben- or goes to supporting those uh, in recovery and in routes recovery. And uh, if Justin can't directly help you himself, which he does, Fightback CBD sponsors your average person, uh, whether it's an athlete looking to enter a tournament or uh, just get some social media recognition, some notoriety. If someone's got a good message or a good cause or needs help or, or needs an advocate, Justin is the guy to go to trust head on over to fightpackcbd.com and see how amazing this dude is uh and again you can save some money on on his phenomenal products right now people are raving about his bath bombs his bath bombs are out of this world uh he's got like six or seven different flavors uh those flavors range from justin's signature pineapple and cilantro that shit sounds amazing uh i have my order on the way i have an order of lavender dragon's blood and some fresh rain uh but he's got that eucalyptus He's got a signature lush succulent scent. Again, the pineapple and cilantro flavor. I didn't even know that that was there. I feel or not flavor, but scent. I feel like I need to feel like I need to get another order of that. Anyways, uh, yeah, fightbackcbd.com. Save twenty percent using the promo code chaos at checkout. This episode of the podcast is also brought to you by Phoenix Fit fnxfit.com you can save 15% on anything and everything their apparel their supplements uh, their nutrition their gear uh, their nutrition products anything and everything 15% by using the promo code chaos fnx uh, Phoenix Fit is a 100% USA made company. Uh, they just launched their own podcast as well via their Facebook channel. So if you head on over to Phoenix Fit's uh, Facebook, you can check out their podcast that they have. They're a uh, all around human optimization, supplement, nutrition, health and wellness company. Uh, they also have CBD, but they are more geared towards the fitness and health and wellness lifestyle. Um, I've touted their uh, recharge pre-workout. I've touted their uh, their proteins. Their chocolate malt protein is probably one of my favorite proteins of all time. Uh, and I've gone through you know a couple different uh, products that that uh, I I have just you know I'm I'm, I'm very uh, specific in, in what I use and I try to find stuff that I like. I love the the beef isolate carnivore protein uh, that they, that's out there. Uh, and this one, this chocolate malt protein is probably some of the, the best tasting protein I've had. It's a whey blend protein. They also have a hemp protein that they've launched. Uh, they're booming right now. And they're one of the few fitness companies that does apparel drops, which is kind of cool. You know, you kind of saw that start with on it. Uh, you also see that with first form Andy Frizzella's company. We talk about Andy Frizzella and the motherfucking CEO all the time. Um, you see companies like that really get into the apparel game and step their, you know, they continuously step their game up, but you see a lot of just standard tank tops, t-shirts, logos, Phoenix Fit does this, they do seasonal drops, they do collabs, uh, and they're all unique and again, one-time drops, you're not going to ever see them, uh, you know, they have their standard uh, logo tees and their ones that they mass produce, but then they also have exclusive drops, which is really unique to fitness companies, especially nowadays. Uh, they just released their tactical gear line. Uh, it includes a backpack. There's also, I believe, a fanny pack uh, and a couple like camo designed stuff, you know, for like the military tactical guys out there. 
and then earn that. Uh, again, Phoenix Fit also sponsors your uh, everyday athlete. They go through an ambassador program where they hook up their athletes with supplements, gear, anything they need to perform at their absolute best. Uh, and you, as a listener of the podcast, gets to get to save 15% on anything and everything. Again, their nutrition, their supplements, their gear, their apparel, 15% by using the promo code CHAOSFNX. And the cool thing about Phoenix Fit is every item purchased not just every purchase done but every item in a purchase they match a gallon of uh, clean drinking water for someone in the need uh, for someone in need uh, across the world and they've so far donated over 360,000 gallons of fresh water to those in need that's part of their uh, live in victory program head on over to fnxfit.com to hear all about that get yourself some products Donate some fresh drinking water to people in need and save yourself 15% using the promo code CHAOSFNX. That was a mouthful. I'm not out of breath because of COVID, I promise. Um, But I am going to kind of tell you about my symptoms and what I experienced. Uh, Again, I'm not a fucking, obviously, a doctor or anybody that is intellectual above any other level, but um, I am just kind of listening to my body, writing stuff down, being uh, super paranoid about what I have and what could potentially happen, Uh, and I've just obviously gone down separate rabbit holes, and anyways, um, I believe I initially came into contact with whoever gave me this in a gas station during the freeze that we had. We had to go and get some, uh, like, whatever, drinks, supplies, food, munchies. Again, we were locked in our homes pretty much because of this extreme freeze that we had roads weren't really drivable i mean they were but it took a day or two for people to really get out and get moving grocery stores were without food without water uh, without supplies at times it's not like it was the end of the world but there was some struggle for sure um and there were days where only like corner stores were open for two hours you know and they were only letting you know two hours they were open you could come in buy what you want but then they were done they were closing up and leaving either because they were out of product or they couldn't stay open what have you uh so we venture off to like an am pm and get some stuff and of course it's like negative not negative but it's it's getting close to negative uh and it did drop you know below zero uh, degrees while at like nighttime and stuff. And I think it was like one degree at one point for like a consistent 12 hours or some shit. Um, at this point in time, it's like a Tuesday or a Wednesday and we're, it's maybe like 20 degrees outside. So nobody's obviously standing outside and adhering to any capacity limits that they have for COVID. Everyone's got masks on, but we're all inside shoulder to shoulder you know, standing in line for 20, 30 minutes waiting to purchase a bunch of stuff. So I'm almost positive that's where I got it. I probably got it from like some stank AM, PM hot dog heat, you know, just some gross shit. Uh, you know, and I felt good for the rest of that week. You know, that was a whole week from the day before, uh, or Valentine's Day rather. I believe the 14th, maybe the 13th. Um, whenever you got the Valentine's Day podcast from me, that into the 22nd uh you know was 23rd was like no electricity no power no work so we could just be at home going out a couple times uh for supplies probably getting infected around tuesday wednesday and then come fucking the 23rd 24th we're hitting the hotel because the damage to the house 
I'm in the hotel until the 28th, I believe, which is the day I got tested. And that was a Saturday. And, or the 27th is when I got tested. And that was a Saturday, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. Let me, let me just get my calendar up. Um, yeah, the 27th is a Saturday. I got tested on the 27th. Uh, I was off of work. Didn't feel too shabby um, for the most part, but that Tuesday, I started waking up with sweats. So a week after hitting that fucking gross, grimy gas station, I start feeling symptoms and I'm waking up with sweats. That's what's happening. I'm waking up with like night sweats in the morning, just drenched, no fever. You know, 90, I tend to run kind of cool. 97 is normally where I'm at. I'm hitting like 98, 98 point something, right? But nothing too crazy. Uh, this was Wednesday morning. I wake up with fucking massive sweats. And I had trained like Saturday through Tuesday. Um, I had done an open mat. I had uh, at least two or three hours of class Monday, Tuesday night, you know. And... Uh, the week that we fucking froze and everything shut down and the damage of the house and all that happened, I also happened to like sign up for a tournament. So I was just, I'm in like this mode where I'm pushing myself, obviously, not knowing that, you know, we're about to hit a freeze. Even during the freeze, I was able to like roll around and do jujitsu uh, with Becca here at the house. That was kind of cool. Um, no real working out though, obviously. And then the last couple days of the freeze, while like we are experiencing the damage to the house and we're at the hotel, I'm still going to the gym, get my workouts in. So I'm like work, gym, traveling from the house to the hotel, getting stuff done at the house, you know, whatever, putting a tarp up, cleaning, mopping, going back and forth with like the dogs, trying to figure that out. I'm like doing a lot of moving. Uh, and, you know, come Wednesday, it's like already our third night in the hotel, right? I don't think I'm sleeping real well. Um, I had, uh, drank like over the weekend, right? Just cause we were dealing with shit and like we had ordered pizza and got some beers one night. So I'm, I'm staying up kind of late. I'm definitely stressing. My stress levels are probably at an all time high just cause we're trying to figure out our like daily routine at this point. There's no real normalcy to anything uh, for us. So there was no doubt that like my immune system was for sure shot. Uh, I'd worn my body out and I'm fucking drinking, eating sugars, you know, we're not eating the best, obviously living in a hotel for a sec. And so come Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, I'm waking up with like night sweats, rough. Uh, come Friday, I have like a half day cause we got some dude coming to the house to like look at something. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to leave work early and I'm off Saturday, Sunday, so I'm thinking I'm just going to get shit done over the weekend. I'm probably wearing myself out. Again, no fever. Yeah, I'm kind of achy. Yeah, I'm waking up with night sweats. Nothing too crazy. Friday is I get out of work. I go home, do what I got to do, decide I'm going to make some bacon. And I cannot smell this bacon. Uh, the best way that I would describe it is probably that like my I, I was saying that my smell was fleeting, like it was leaving me. Uh, and I had that pan of bacon right under my nose and I got like a whiff, a whiff of the bacon, but it wasn't a lot. And so I start panicking a little bit and I'm like, oh man, I think, I think maybe this is what, what's going down by this time. Also Friday or, uh, Saturday, 
I'm like diarrhea. <laughs> like it's not a good time. I'm not getting sick or throwing up, but I'm also just nothing staying in me liquid wise or food wise, solid wise. It's just all coming out as liquid and uh, losing a lot of it. I went into this whole disaster probably weighing like 173. 174, you know, my normal weight. I like, I'm anywhere between 170, 175 on like a, a normal time, time frame. Uh, and at my lowest, I was 162, 161.8 or something. Uh, and that's when I'm like peak sweating, nothing staying in me. <clears throat> so yeah, start having like night sweats come Tuesday night, Wednesday morning. Uh, going into Friday, can't smell anything. Saturday, I'm like, okay, I'm getting a test done. I got to go get the, get a rapid test, shove something up my nose, let me know what I got. Um, and I did that. <laughs> and uh, yeah, about two hours later, got my results back and I was positive. <clears throat> Sorry, I'm just getting to my notes. So with that being the case... Um, with that being the case I'm like okay well I've got fucking COVID we got out of the hotel like the night before um I thought maybe I'd gotten it at the hotel but onset of symptoms reading that it takes about anywhere from like 7 to 10 days to set in I, I figured being at the hotel and then the onset of my symptoms we got to the hotel Friday night Tuesday night was when I had my symptoms we left the hotel Thursday or Friday and so, yeah, it was a um, a little too quick, I think, for me to have gotten it there. But who knows? Maybe I did. You know, we, we did eat uh, down in the lobby that one night. Um, obviously, up and down. We had the dogs with us for a couple of days. So, in and out with the dogs, you know, up and down, taking them to the restroom, what have you. Um, oh, shit. My pop card just fell off of my fucking... Holy shit. All right, well, now it's back on. Um, and so, come Friday, Saturday, again, still no fever. Friday night, I did have like a 99.96. It did, the thermometer hit 100 for like a hot second. And then um, back down to like 99 something. That was actually, um, that was actually Saturday morning. Uh, because I had texted my manager and was like, hey, I'm going to go get tested because this just happened. I was feeling kind of crappy at work too, but uh, I do have allergies. I have, you know, and I thought that that's what it was. I was congested, head congested, but nothing, again, no fever, checking that every single day. Plus we have a protocol that we go through at work. We have like a good five, 10 minute protocol we have to do when we get into work. We have to take our temperature, do this wellness check, all this kind of stuff, right? Gloves, sanitizer, whole nine. So work's been really clean. Could have gotten it from work as well again, working up until this point. So now that I know I've got it, I'm like, okay, cool. I went down some stupid rabbit holes, panicked about aneurysms. Uh, blood clots are a thing with COVID. Uh, I guess those predisposed to issues with blood clots have an increased risk of something happening with a blood clot or forming blood clots. If you get COVID, um, Cody Garbrandt, professional MMA fighter for UFC, a, a notable case. Um, I don't know if if Dr. Dre had COVID or not, but recently just had an aneurysm. Uh, there was also a couple of reported blood clot cases where like it caused a pulmonary embolism, stuff like that, uh, that were going around in the news. So I looked at that, panicked about that for a, a brief second. 
Um, we got a oxometer, oxometer, I don't know how to say it right now, but it's one of those oxygen things that go on your finger when you're in the hospital to tell you what your oxygen levels are at. I never dropped too low. Um, you know, that's like onset of pneumonia. Uh, my good friend, Nick Bartoli, shout out Bartoli. Love you, man. Glad you're okay. He got COVID pneumonia, which was fucking super serious. He almost died. He was in the hospital for like 20 days. Scary situation for him. So I'm talking to him. Um, also appreciate everybody reaching out, checking on me, making sure I was okay. Really love you guys for that. Uh, you know, really surprised by those of you that reached out and how many, and it just, you know, it touches me. So thank you guys. I appreciate that. It was, uh, you know, something that I didn't think about beforehand, but experienced during was like a mental, uh, aspect, you know, uh, obviously I'm having to like isolate myself from my fiance and my roommate and like needing to distance myself. I would have felt horrible, you know, had they gotten it and gotten it really bad now knowing just, just 10 minutes ago that Becca's positive, you know, I hope that she doesn't get any serious symptoms. Um, you know, so far she's just no smell and she's a little bit congested. Um, you know, that's, I'm, I'm sure she'll be fine so far. So good. Um, you know, but that's scary knowing who I came into contact with and who those people come into contact with, you know, it it puts into perspective who you could potentially get sick. It would suck if, you know, I got one of the people I came in contact to for the house or the hotel sick, you know, deathly ill or something like that. That, that would, that would suck for sure. Um, I did do a public health survey, uh, just to describe my, my symptoms and, and, and what that felt like and just describe you know, or answer some questions that they had, really, uh, that was kind of interesting, um, did have, like, a follow-up with, like, my doctor, and he was basically like, hey, yeah, pay attention to your oxygen, obviously, Becca's, uh, mom's a nurse, and is married to a doctor, and, uh, so we have pretty good connections there, and pretty good, in sort, you know, resources, and, and, and points of information if we need it, and everybody was, pretty across the board. Hey, check your oxygen levels. Make sure they don't drop below 92. Stay hydrated. Watch for fevers. Uh, I know a lot of places won't take in patients unless it's severe severe symptoms, which is like a fever that's over 102. Uh, obviously, low oxygen levels. They're going to look for like onset pneumonia and things like that. Uh, you know, symptoms that could get more severe or super serious. Um, I've described this as coronal light for sure definitely not the worst of the symptoms for the most part other than being dehydrated and sweating and the shits and uh you know loss of bodily fluids that way I wasn't vomiting no fever so I wasn't like chills sweats I just would go to bed and specifically at night I would go to bed and I would just bundle up because it was comfortable and I was cold um and I'd wake up just drenched in sweat blanket soaked have to take my shirt off have to get another blanket have to cover back up you know and then throughout the day I'm fine no sweating throughout the day exhausted throughout the day I was fucking so tired I napped every day for probably uh from Saturday when I got tested to uh at least I would say probably Saturday Friday or Saturday I napped like every day Um, and then today is Monday, March 8th. So I haven't really felt symptoms 
Saturday, Sunday, or today. Today is my first official day out of like quarantine too. When I spoke with my doctor last week, he was like, yeah, Monday should be good. 72 hours after symptoms, and I'd say I didn't have any symptoms going into Saturday morning, so Friday. So today's like my first day into the free world that I was able to like go out, be face-to-face with people, got a coffee. That was all I did. Just got a coffee and went on a run. Uh, today is also the first day where I've done an extenuous workout, extraneous workout where I've like exhausted myself. So I ran today for it was a total of like an hour, six miles, uh, a lot of hill, a lot of hill running, sprints up hills. So I put myself through some exertion, um, making sure that, you know, I'm like pushing my body. I don't want my body to get weak. Um, I was like going on walks last week, which was nice. Not really getting exhausted, but getting winded kind of quick. Um, but, and then napping of course, but didn't really, you know, tire myself out too much. I go back to like jujitsu next week, I think. So that'll be two weeks fully away from like jujitsu. All in all, I mean, I, I definitely had it uh today's tomorrow will be two weeks of going to bed and waking up with sweats so i definitely had it for about 10 days i'd say nine days solid really knowing i had it feeling it in my body getting tired feeling dehydrated um no crazy cough uh which is weird because i smoke a lot um and you know i thought that that might damage like the lungs or something but my throat or make me cough more but no haven't really coughed becca does have a slight cough um yeah it's fucking crazy also uh starting this wednesday announced last wednesday on the second um the no more mask mandate here in texas texas doesn't isn't requiring masks anymore in businesses and they can open back up to full capacity shows get to start i believe on the 15th or the 17th something like that st patrick's day i think um but yeah businesses are back open fully operational to capacity if they want to be they get to make their decision which is kind of cool uh that's weird that's going to be interesting uh my work i officially go back to work tomorrow i believe um, you know, but they, they closed for 10 days. They're opening back up tomorrow. Um, and so that'll be interesting being out in the public and seeing how people are going to respond to that. Does it, sh- you know, I've, I've kind of some discussions about that and I think people should just be allowed to do what they want, which is essentially what's being done. So that's cool. Although I do think that as just representatives and leaders and examples being set i think you should you know recommend masks this sucks you know uh i'm glad i got it in the sense that it's through my system and i you know now i'm gonna have some antibodies in me anywhere from like three to six months um you know my my opinion about the vaccine still stays the same i think that when it's readily available for everyone i'll get it certain parts of the country it is right now uh you know my mom's got it uh manly parents have it um you know those are the ones that need it right people with illnesses need it first responders frontline medical staff the essential workers need it even though i'm out in the public I, you know i don't again i got the light version i feel that i'm glad i got the version that i got 
you know, hopefully Becca stays pretty manageable. Um, I think people have had worse symptoms getting the vaccine, you know, get the vaccine for sure if you want it, but also let the people get it. You know, I don't, again, I think I'm, I'm in the camp so far, uh, that if you're in relatively good shape and, and keep in mind, you know, I, I try to stay in, in pretty decent shape and I at least listen to my body pretty well. Um, and I've got years of, of, of knowing what being in shape and not being in shape feels like. And, uh, you know, and I've know what listening to my body feels like, and I was taking vitamins. Uh, I'd like to think that if I was in worse shape and I was not as into my vitamins as I am, and like, and again, I do eat a lot of sugar. I definitely have a sugar problem, um, but I'm not like crazy excess amounts. But yeah, I eat sugar, uh, and I probably shouldn't eat as much as I do eat. Uh, so I think that. That on top of alcohol, which is obviously known to fuck your immune system up and, and weaken that shit, especially if you're getting sick. And I don't drink often, so that's, again, something that my system's not used to. And I was just run down, but I think if I was in worse shape, and I think if I was in a worse predicament or or had, you know, an underlining condition, diabetes, something, I, it could have been a lot worse, uh... Even what I felt, I don't think people need to experience. I don't, you know, I don't think you should feel like you're sick for a week and a half. Um, and again, this is something where if you come into contact with someone that is in one of those categories, it could devastate them. And and that sucks. You know, uh, again, it would suck to know that, that I was a cause of that. But that's like a, you know, that's just me. I, I also understand numbers and like the, the, strong only the strong survive kind of uh, approach where like yeah hey people are gonna die people are gonna get sick and die with this unfortunately um you know and do i think we need to shut our lives down because of that no do i think we need to uh create ridiculous mental health problems and cause people to lose their jobs and shut the economy down and um wreak havoc like that no I don't necessarily think that is necessary um you know I think it businesses do need to adapt I think uh infrastructure and certain just ways of life do need to adapt to things like this because I don't I do think it can happen again and I think it's going to happen more frequently given the nature of the earth and where it's going and just where we're headed you know I don't think this is the first one of these we're going to experience in my lifetime uh, you know, and to say that we've already experienced it too in the form of like H1N1 and SARS and whatever else has come and gone over the last 30 years. Uh, but again, I don't, you know, think people should be allowed to do what they want. And I don't think people should have to police people. You know, I, I had that experience with Civil War Boy that I spoke about and, you know, that opened my eyes to how fucking crazy people are going to get at the drop of a hat. Look at, you know, people died over stupid mask mandates. There was that security guard that didn't let that family in right when this whole thing first started and they came back and they shot him. You know, we've seen fights and viral videos of people freaking out about masks and getting into arguments and fights and people getting shot and stabbed because of masks. And I don't think that the average person needs to be out there policing the average person. I don't think that, you know, a shitty customer service representative needs to be out there policing someone who's just trying to go about their day and, and, and purchase something, you know, and, is probably doing so with limited funds and 
is uh, aggravated because something they own doesn't work and they just want it fixed and now they have someone telling them they have to wear a mask and they don't fucking know why and they already have family members that have gotten sick and they've you know or it's just a lot it's just just a lot going on i don't think you need to put in people in tougher situations for the sake of um you know drawing a political line or, or towing some weird line for the sake of uh narrative or whatever you know and but at the same time i think you should be mindful of yourself and your community and you know i'm still wearing my like i'm still wearing my mask i understand the importance of like cleanliness and health still like if anything i took deeper dives into what i can do and upped my vitamins and zinc and minerals and fucking for sure made my doctor's appointments and my follow-ups and and being mindful of that because it's you know i think this is an eye-opener for people my good friend andrew has it right now got it shortly after i did you know i've had several i know a hundred people at least that have gotten it, you know, and it's cases have ranged from being asymptomatic to being on a deathbed. So, you know, and I do know people two or three degrees removed have died, unfortunately. And it's, I think still something that you got to be cautious of. Maybe this is just a different approach to health and wellness in general. Maybe flu seasons when they come around, you know, my doctor said that this could be the new variant of the flu that we're seeing because the actual flu is taking like a nosedive. And, you know, this is going to go through its cycles of being around and spreading and having higher cases, lower cases. And obviously it's going to take a couple years for the vaccine and herd immunity to work itself out. So this, if, if this is the new flu, you know, why can't we just have a better approach towards health and wellness like when people are ill staying home having better sick days and better coverage at, at within the work environment and the, the the you know real world understanding that health and wellness is important you know maybe normalizing mask wearing in the sense where like hey i'm wearing a mask because i am sick i'm not trying to get you sick cool i'll keep my distance you know i think it's weird that we're walking down the street and like someone will walk into the street or six feet into the grass or 10 feet into the grass just to kind of walk around you and avoid you and like i'm not spitting in your mouth and i'm walking by you (laughs) you know it's unlikely that we're gonna catch it that way you know maybe normalize those standard interactions and like Hey, if I do see someone walking down the street with a mask or there is someone walking around with a mask on, they're potentially sick. Now I can keep my distance. Like, I don't know. I'm also just an average dude fucking sitting in a studio talking into a microphone. So fuck me. I don't know, guys. I just, I'm only sharing how I feel. It's a weird world out there. And having COVID just kind of puts things into perspective. And (laughs) yeah, I don't know. I don't fucking know. I'm looking at my notes. Uh, yeah, so no more masks. Uh, the world's somewhat returning back to normal. I'm excited for concerts, kind of. Um, but at the same time, you know, I've been stuck in my house for the last... Literally stuck... And keep in mind, that for most of the pandemic, I worked. I got a two-week break because a person at one of my locations got it. And that was it. You know, outside of that the couple days T-Mobile shut down to get their shit together and like open back up. I volunteered and was like out there and had been working pretty much this whole time. So I didn't really experience a, uh, you know, a month off or an, or an extended period of time. And, um, I had a week off with the freeze was back at work for two or three days, four days, I think at most, and then have been off for two weeks now. Um, 
and so like you know three weeks whatever close to like a month uh going a little stir crazy cleaned our whole house pretty much which is nice <laughs> uh organized my finances realized that my tax guy made a mistake on my taxes you know i, I was made a little comment during the freeze issue because we've had to deal with a bunch of different people for like the house and making a dozen appointments because of how crazy Texas got in general. You know, so many people had damages and shit and experienced just craziness and chaos that, that, you know, I'm dealing with like a lot of people having to call, leave a bunch of messages, answer a bunch of emails. Uh, and it's, you know, I made a comment about how work ethic and, um, professionalism is going to go a fucking huge long way. And, that's definitely the case a hundred percent um and i think that that's just too crucial now <laughs> way too crucial now for if you're a business and you're in this uh pandemic environment which you are um yeah pay attention to those two two things specifically because yeah it's sink or swim time i think for a lot of companies and a lot of businesses and um I don't know why did I get on that because my because the finances and like I don't know I just took this two three weeks to kind of reset and reorganize my life a little bit and that's been kind of nice so yeah that was my point I guess anyways this has been the COVID Chronicles guys uh information about how I'm feeling uh again nine or ten days with it I'd call it corona light um I was exhausted I was tired uh you know got through my workout today. I don't feel like I'm, uh, I feel like I took a couple weeks off and I'm a little tired, you know? Um, but I'll keep y'all updated on how I'm feeling. Um, haven't taken any supplements or anything other than like my vitamins, uh, the zinc, the vitamin C, the vitamin D, uh, you know, that stuff. Uh, so I haven't done like pre-workouts, haven't done proteins in a couple weeks. I'll kick that back up, uh, next week. I'm going to give myself one more week from just, you know, keeping clean uh and, and hey speaking on the sugar i I've, i have <clears throat> that's something that i'm 100 percent taking away from from covid is is my sugar intake uh since i've had it my only form of sugar for the most part i, I did have a, a peanut butter cup and a couple bites of ice cream the other night uh, but that was my first in, in in like two weeks uh outside of like pedialyte and obviously I'm having to rehydrate and so I was taking in a lot of Pedialyte but the Pedialyte I'm taking in uh, is a liter and it only has uh, I believe like 28 grams of sugar in the whole thing and so I was doing a couple of those a day but I was also drinking a shit ton of water peeing a lot uh, rehydrating so I, I did get sugar in the form of, of Pedialyte in me um, but I haven't done candy or sweets or anything like that and I'm, I'm, I'm that's my stance I, I'm gonna try to completely eliminate that out of my diet um, just because I you know that was the one thing I went real deep on is the effect in sugar in the body and how it just metabolizes and breaks down and breaks your body down is what it does it breaks your body down especially processed sugars and um, you know uh, I also read something i think it was yesterday actually that was they just found like 150 new species of gut bacteria you know and that's something over the last five or six years has really been at the top or at the forefront of like health and wellness is your your gut biome and uh good bacteria and bad bacteria and how they play a role not only in your digestion and your overall like body processes in the form of your gut and your you know stomach and your waist and that but it also affects your mental health 
uh, and has direct correlation to your brain and, and, and your reactions and your mood and your emotions. And so, um, yeah, I went down a lot of those like rabbit holes, which is good because you can educate yourself in those in those times, right? And you can uh, learn a lot and read a lot. And I did. And I, there is one thing, you know, or not one thing. There's several things I took away, but I, you know, uh, don't be afraid of of things. Like, if you come across COVID, you know, or you have it, and if you're even if you're a COVID denier right now, if you're one of those ones where it doesn't exist or you can't get it, um, and you happen to come across it, you know take that opportunity to learn and educate yourself on stuff. I felt better at the end of the day, honestly, Um, after just reading and ways to remedy the situation and feel better while having it. And just, I took comfort in knowing that the things I did to listen to my body and, and to, uh, you know, the things that I did that I thought helped, uh, you know, I felt they helped and I reading some of that made me feel better. Uh, feeling the way I felt throughout made me feel good just because it didn't really get any worse than, you know, I definitely had like a peak where I was feeling kind of shitty, but that was probably five or six days in maybe lasted one or two days. You know, again, I've explained my, the severity of it wasn't anything too crazy. Um, the, the recovery portion of like just rehydrating and eating good food and, uh, understanding that, hey, my body took on a lot of garbage and a lot of stress and a lot of uh, physical exhaustion leading into probably having COVID in my system. I think me breaking my body down is what allowed it to rear its head, you know, feel the symptoms of it, feel ran down from it, uh, had it the standard average amount of time, I guess, right? The 10 days, that seems to be how it runs its course, anywhere from one week to two weeks, average of about 10, 12 days, anywhere from like nine to 12 days or whatever. Uh, yeah, definitely had it for that amount of time. Didn't get any, you know, I would rate it a seven at, at the worst, like my day where I was like really run down and like not feeling it, headache, congestion, having to sleep all day. Let's give it like a six and a half, maybe even, uh, maybe not a full seven. Um, yeah, and I just, you know, I took the time to kind of relax, breathe, read, and I guess just get through it. And, uh, yeah, I feel good about it. So that was my experience. If you guys have any questions or want to share your experiences, uh, I'd love to hear them. Again, I've talked to dozens and dozens and dozens, probably, you know, well over a hundred people that I know, but I've, I've, I've talked to a lot. Uh, you can head on over actually, or in, through the podcast channel, you'll hear our interview with Becca's parents, Becca and David's uh, dad and stepmom got it. We spoke with them. Her mom and mom's boyfriend both got it. Uh, we've had, I've had other family members get it. Luckily my mom hasn't. We've had several friends and family members that have gotten it. They're either in the wedding or close proximity. People at work, our coworkers have gotten it. Uh, yeah, it's, it's crazy, man. Take care of each other. Take care of yourself. Take care of each other. Take care of your loved ones. Um, do good. <laughs> yeah. As always, you can find the podcast and everything about the podcast at commonchaos.net on Instagram. It is the common chaos on Twitter. It is the common chaos. I am of Brian of death on Instagram and Twitter as well. Give the podcast a like, a share, a subscribe share it with a friend, family member who could get a kick out of it. And again, if you want to support the podcast directly, you can 
by going through our sponsors and getting some product fightbackcbd.com promo code chaos phoenix fit that's fnxfit.com promo code chaos fnx you're going to save yourselves 20% and 15% respectively i appreciate you guys as always thank you again stay safe out there take care of each other all that other good shit all right bye